welcome to Life Unedited. This is your lifestyle guide to living a life that aligns solely with you. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, a coach and inspirational speaker who is all about authenticity, friendly sass, and helping you unlock your best self. What's up, my friends? How we doing? We doing good? All right. So you guys, we are here today. Today, we're going to talk all about healing. Healing has been coming, the messaging around healing has been coming at me really hard this week. In every single conversation I have had, in every single meme that people have sent to me, it just keeps coming up. And so... I feel like it's something I really, I just feel this like pull that I'm supposed to be talking about it. And I feel like I'm supposed to be talking about it within alignment of the universe. So I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to say, but I am going to just let my words roll and we're going to just see where it goes. Okay. Just like always. So here we go, guys. I don't know if you've heard this before or not. It was something actually several years ago when I made the connection and I was super excited. I was like, oh my, I thought I like discovered this huge thing. I didn't, you guys, it's like very well known in the woo-woo and science worlds and it's not, it was not a big discovery by Tabitha Sweeney, but I do talk about it a lot and you'll hear lots of coaches in this industry talk about it. They may use different terms, but it's all the same. So for me, I use the terms ego and heart, okay? When your ego and your heart are not aligned, and here's, I'm going to define really quick before we move forward, I want to define ego and heart. Ego, that's your desire for what other people see, for the way people think about you, what they might say about you. Um, It's your reputation. It's keeping up with the Joneses. It's the pressure that's put on us by society. It's all of the outside forces. It's all of the shoulds, the supposed tos. That's ego, okay? Heart, that's deep in the center of you. It may or it may not align with some of the things of ego, but it is the parts of you that define what you really want, what you wish your life could be like. The things that you think and then you're like, oh, but that's not reality because I'm an adult. But could we make it a reality? Who says it can't be a reality? So that that heart is really important to pay attention to. The thing is, is we are not taught to listen to our heart. Not at all. We are that that is completely, we are not taught to listen to our heart. We are taught to get in line and follow the crowd. 
essentially, right? Like, let's face it. The most influential people of our times or of any times, it doesn't have to be this century. They broke the rules. Every one of them. Every one of them was called crazy, was called stupid, was called all of these nasty names. People talked about them. They were mad at them. They broke the rules. They broke the mold, so to speak. Every single one of them. And society doesn't like that. Society doesn't like rule breakers. The patriarch cannot keep us in line if we break the rules. So there's so many things out there that are designed to keep us corralled, okay? And here's the problem. 98% of the people on this earth will go through the motions. They will go through the motions and they will never question why their life is the way it is. It just is. They will wish for something bigger. They will wish for something different. They will wish for something greater. But they will not even attempt to think of a way to achieve it. Because over here, this says it's not possible. Okay? The amount of people who will live so far beyond their means to have the house, to drive the car, to be house poor, to live paycheck to paycheck because they care more about what people see when they look at them than what's really going on. They're over here. They're living in ego. There's a million variations of this. There is the, the girl or, or boy who went to school to become the doctor because that's what she was told from the time she was little that that's what she was going to do. That was her parents' expectation of her or her grandparents' expectation of her. She was never empowered to have her own expectations. There is the couple who gets married when they turn 26 because that's what you do because they've been together since high school. There is the girl who is standing at the altar on her 30th birthday, praying that someone else is going to open those doors and tell her not to go through with it. But she doesn't open her mouth and say, I don't think I really want this. Because she's 30. And by 30, you should be married. That's all ego. And when you're living in ego, you are fighting alignment. And when you are fighting alignment, life is fucking hard. Hard. So what's going on over here? These people who are fighting alignment. They make more than enough money, yet they have no money in the bank. And they don't know why. They can't figure it out. They can't figure out why they can't afford to take that dream vacation. 
or why every time they get $1,000 in the bank, the car breaks or there's a leak in the roof or something else, right? There's always something because life is fucking hard. When you are not living in alignment, you are swimming upstream against the universe. Been there, done that. Over here is heart. Living in heart is absolutely fucking terrifying. And there's a couple things that have to happen in order to fully live in alignment and fully live in heart. You have to stop giving a flying fuck what anyone else is going to think or say. Completely. Because whatever it is that's burning inside you, it has to mean more to you than the fact that your best friend's going to tell you you're fucking stupid for doing that. Because she will. So you've got that, okay? You also have to be healing. You have to completely change your mentality, your self-awareness, and your growth beyond what the everyday world gives us. You have to learn to question everything on the outside of you. You have to learn, hold, create, and hold boundaries that have to be able to withstand fucking tornadoes. Your boundaries have to be able to withstand catastrophic damage. To live in heart, you have to believe so wholeheartedly in yourself that nothing can bring you down because people will try. And again, I'm going to say you have to be living in healing. You have to be in a state of healing to truly live in heart, to truly follow your heart, to truly live in alignment. You cannot be filled with trauma and living in alignment. It's it's like this, like they just keep hitting heads, right? It won't work. And I feel like there's a ton of coaches that talk about that, right? There are a ton. There's so much information out there. You can Google and there's so many different coaches who use different terminology, but it's all exactly the same. But I want to go a little deeper today. I want to talk about the space between the two. Because guess what? The space between the two, it's just healing. It's just you and the universe looking back and forth at each other in a staring contest. And just as a piece of reference, I'm not aware of anyone who's ever outsmarted or beat the universe. Just going to say it. 
And believe me, I am ultra uber fucking competitive. So if it could be done, I would have done it. But here's what I want to say. So, okay. Back in, I would say my actual true healing journey started probably about a year before my marriage ended, which would be 2019. I started cracking open that healing. I started slowly coming out of survival. Okay, like I was like, oh, look, like I would like open the door and be like, are the lights on yet? Am I still scared? I don't know. Because like nobody told my body or my nervous system that like flight or fight, like survival crisis mode, it's only supposed to be like temporary. You know, years later, I was still in it. I didn't know how to get out of it. And you can't get out of survival if you're not working on healing. I firmly believe that. Like, if you have been in survival and you're stuck in survival, you have to start healing to start getting out of survival. It's imperative. So, with the help of my therapist, And with a shit ton of other professional mentors and coaches and so many other avenues and diving into this on my own, I really went all in on my healing starting in 2019. And here's how it went. In 20... 2017, we were still living in ego. Our minds were set on, they were, our our eyes were set on heart. I knew that's where I wanted to get to, but we were still living in ego. Okay. It was also, that's the year that my, my ex-husband attempted suicide. And our entire lives, like the bottom fell out overnight within a matter of minutes. And the trauma, the pain, the hurt, everything, I I don't even have words. Like when I think about it, when I mentally go back to that place, people will often comment on how common matter of fact I talk about it. Some of that is a coping mechanism and some of it is because I legit think I don't have tears left to cry. Within a matter of 24 hours, my life went from knowing we could pay the bills to not knowing what the fuck we were going to do. No idea. Right? And that was true crisis. That was true survival. How am I going to feed my kids? How am I going to keep our house? How do I keep the lights on? How do I make sure that he continues to live and want to live? And how do I keep my brand new baby of a business going? I think back now, you guys, I have no idea how I did it. 
my mind cannot actually wrap around what I did and the emotions I was dealing with while I was doing it and going through the motions because, because when you are truly in survival, you're not processing. I processed nothing. I just went through it. And my therapy was about getting through. It was not about healing in those days. It was about getting through. It was about learning that the feelings I had, like at that point in time, my my goal was literally just to be able to say how I felt to my therapist and only my therapist without feeling like I was the worst person alive. Right. Because at that point in time, I was terrified. I was scared. I was all of these things, but I was also angry. I was angry that he put us in the situation. I was angry that he never reached out and said, Tab, I need help. I was angry that I was carrying the full brunt and the full weight of this family by myself with the help of my parents. I was angry that overnight, Instead of having a partner, I now had another child. I was angry. And rightfully so. But my God, did I feel like a terrible person for thinking those things. Because you see, back then, at that point, I still, I had no worthiness. I didn't know I was worthy of my own feelings. I didn't know they were valid. I had zero boundaries. So the first two years of my therapy was getting through survival, getting through every single day. That's all it was. And then slowly we started digging deeper into trauma. Slowly we started digging deeper into what this event had done and caused for me, how it affected my life what my choices in this life were. What was I going to decide to do? What did I really want out of life? And here's the thing about healing. It's a really sticky process. And I mean sticky. So the point when you go from ego to where you go to heart, it is mud. It's mud after the most awful rainstorm that you've experienced when you're walking and you're trudging through it. And then like your sneaker comes off and you look down and it's like way down there and you can see it, but like it's, it's stuck and you have to get down and like dig it out. You know what I'm talking about? Like if you've ever done a tough mother, uh, it may have happened to you. That's the journey from ego to heart. But not only that, because it's not only like you're stuck in the mud. Also, like every, it's literally a tough mother, you guys. Like then all of a sudden, like there's this wall you have to like climb up and like hop over. And you have to let whoever is near you in that moment help you. And sometimes... The person who's helping you, literally, that's all they do. They grab your hand, they pull you over, they disappear, and you never see them again. 
When you are healing, you have to get very comfortable with ideas. Ideas like people will come into our lives for any given reason. But there's only one of three ways that that relationship is going to go. One of three. That's it. Every person who enters your life, they're a reason, a season, or a lifetime. That's it. Reasons are typically short-lived. And if you're thinking, well, I know this person and there was no reason, what if you were the reason for them? What if you were their reason? Seasons are a little longer. And here's the hard part about seasons. Sometimes when it's a season, we as humans get tricked into thinking it's going to be a lifetime. And it's not. It's not going to be a lifetime. Because we are... So lucky, most of us only get one, maybe two lifetime people in our actual lifetime. That's it. It's really sad. Seasons can go, seasons can be literally like, you know, a couple months or they can be years, years. Part of the healing process is understanding that. Part of the healing process is being able to look at both sides of whatever it is that has happened. Part of the healing process is learning to accept your own responsibility and accountability for every single thing in your life that's happened. Part of the healing process is becoming self-aware. It's recognizing your, I hate the word flaws, But for lack of a better term, it's recognizing your flaws. It's accepting them. Part of the healing process is you no longer expect perfection from yourself or from anyone else. Now, here's the thing. No one ever fully, completely heals. That's not a thing. We are forever and always, if once you start the healing process, If you decide to keep playing, you are forever and always in the healing process. We never cross a finish line, but we cross stages. In those stages, a lot can happen. So as I cross the first stage of my healing, crossing the first stage of my healing 
was cleaning out the house. It was getting rid of all of the shit. And it was breaking the control that he had over me. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes when you're playing these, when you're going through this process, you still do things you're not entirely proud of. That's okay. Because we are forever and always learning. I don't really remember a lot of my early healing phases. A lot of them had to do directly with my marriage. It had to do with forgiving myself. Forgiving myself for holding on longer than I should have. Forgiving myself for saying I do when I stood at the altar and wanted to say I don't. Forgiving myself for lowering my standards every single day that we were married. I allowed him to take a piece of me over and over and over again. And I had to forgive myself for that. That was really tough for me. I had to let go of the fact that I spent a decade of my life not having any fucking clue who I was. Having no voice. Just going through the motions. Once the divorce was finalized, and I got farther in my healing, and I started looking more at, you know, trauma bonding, and different different things I'm I wasn't ready for earlier, right? I recognized the fact or I realized the fact that he The more I healed, the more I began to sparkle. Just a little bit. The more like I began to smile. Okay. Every day, every time I healed, just another layer. And I would like smile a, a little bit. And then there would be another layer of healing. A huge part of my healing process was finding my trail at the ridge. Um the flame, which is currently under construction, and it's going to be a really long summer with it under construction for me. But it was going back to something that I did long before I ever met him and something that he got me to stop doing. Part of my healing was learning to just be quiet and alone with myself, right?
And then I remember the day that I was like, all right, well, now that I, th I think I'm healed, it wasn't healed, but I think I'm healed and everything's going to change, right? Everything's going to change now. This is it. And I did the next launch for the business. And guess what? It didn't go over. And guess what? Business was still really hard. And the more I healed and the more I got honest with myself, because that's really what healing's about. It's about getting brutally, brutally fucking honest with yourself and holding your arms open for all the fucking accountability that you need to take and saying, I'm here for it. Essentially, that's what healing is. Going through your life and saying, what? What am I responsible for and what was really not my fault? So like, I just had this conversation the other day and this week, every conversation I've had this week has centered around healing. We are not responsible for the trauma that's happened to us. That's, that is not our responsibility, but it's our responsibility to heal from it. It is our responsibility to fucking move past it. And if we choose not to, we have to recognize that it's a choice. A victim mentality is not healed. An unhealed person will blame everyone else. Here's the thing. When I started using the terms of healed and unhealed, when I looked at people, when I looked at situations, when I looked at things that were happening to me, the unhealed person will lash out. They are not wrong. They are never wrong. They will never be wrong. Period. Bottom line. Over and over again, I cut more and more toxic people out of my life. And each and every time I thought it was the time I was going, the business was going to turn around. And each and every time there was this little crack, but nothing actually opened up. And then all of a sudden, I heard something that made a lot of sense to me. It was on TikTok. And the guy said, you're in, the, you're in a point of healing. You're in a point of leveling up. That's what healing allows us to do. We cannot level up without healing. We have to heal to that level. And as we hit that level of healing, then we are able to level up. But then to level up to the next level, it's going to require more healing. Sometimes what happens and we don't recognize it is that we think we're like mid-ground. That's what I thought. I'm mid-ground. Guess what? When I started my healing journey, I didn't stay here. I went to the bottom. I fell. I don't know. I have absolutely no record. Like, you guys, I have no idea. Like, depth. 
So I'm going to say I fell from the top of Niagara Falls to the bottom of Niagara Falls. But it was a dark cave, not Niagara Falls. So I started my journey of healing and all of a sudden it was like, la, 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 and shit exploded. And I, the bottom fell out and I went down. But on the way down, I hit like a little stump and I was like, oh, look at this. And then I did a little more healing and then I went, la, 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 and I fell some more. And then I did a little more healing and that time I fell again. That happened many times over. It felt like all the work I was doing and every single time I did more work, I fucking went farther down. What the fuck? And then one day, I hit the absolute bottom. And I don't remember in that moment exactly what had happened, but I remember I was talking to one of my girlfriends and I remember her saying to me, Because I remember saying, I should be really upset right now. Like, I should be really worked up with anxiety and stress. And honestly, I feel super calm. And that's kind of freaking me out. I don't know if you can tell, I'm not an overly calm person. I have been described on occasion as high strung. So when that happened, and I felt this sense of calm, even though literally I just fucking fell again. And I remember her saying to me, Tab, you can't start climbing back up till you hit the bottom. And you'll know when you hit the bottom because the ground is stable. You can jump up and down all you want, and it's not going to shift or move on you. That's the bottom. And when you hit the bottom, Now you can actually start climbing your way back up. That's the part of healing no one talks about. Nobody talks about the fact that you go fucking backwards before you start going forwards in healing. No one talks about the fact that healing is a years-long process before you get to the point of going forward. Okay? Once I hit that bottom, I did. I started climbing. It was slow. It was steady and I had to stop along the way and take breaks, but I started climbing and I started climbing. Every so often it felt like my foot would slip, but I never actually lost my grip, right? I never lost my place of where I was. It just felt, I got scared. I stayed there. And then finally I got back to where I was, right? I got back to ground zero. And I was like, this has to be it. Like, everything's coming. Like, I got back to where there's light. I got back to ground zero. Like, this is it. Give me all the things, universe, right? But the things didn't come. And then I heard this TikTok. And the guy said, you're in this phase of healing. You've done so much work. You are right there. You can feel it. But the universe isn't quite sure. She needs to test you a little bit more. Because she needs to know that when the old version of you is being tempted, that the old version doesn't come back out to play. That you have truly leveled up. Well, fuck. And guess what? 
sure as shit, those tests started coming. In any way you can imagine. I was tested in my patience. I was tested in my boundaries. I was tested in my truth telling. I was tested in, am I going to actually give up and go take a corporate job or how bad do I fucking want this? But there was still two things I was holding on to that I was not ready to move forward with. Okay. Back in April, March, April, May, somewhere in there. I'm not sure. Somewhere in the spring. I had a coffee date with a guy on Tinder. We met at Starbucks and he said to me, you're in your final phases before leveling up. He he's he's in the in the psychic in the energy realms in the world, right? He's like, "But there's something that you're not being honest with yourself about. And until you are, nothing's going to move." I knew exactly what he was talking about. I went home and I was like, "Okay, fuck. I got I have I have to go down this road. I wasn't going to. I didn't want to. I did want to. But for a lot of reasons, I I wasn't sure. And so I, w- I had been resisting it. Time to go down that road. Okay. And I opened that door. And things started moving again. But there was still one more thing I was holding out on. And it was business related. In about six weeks ago, I put something out to the universe very quietly. I didn't scream it from the rooftops. I put it out. And things fell together so easily for a shift in transition. It took no effort no work, nothing. It, it, I mean, things just, and this was something I had been working on. I had gone back and forth and toyed with for two years, right? And it just fell together. And on July 1st, we officially signed the paper. So two weeks ago, two weeks ago today, we officially like signed everything. And there will be a lot more coming on that soon. But from July 1st till now, when I tell you that shit has just opened up, that things, the same things that I have struggled with for years in business suddenly are easy. I dropped my master class for Friday, the 21st at 11 a.m. on Zoom, okay? called Harnessing Your Authenticity. I dropped it. Zero. I don't want to say zero thought because I knew what I wanted. But when it came to designing, designing the image, when it came to naming it, when it came, all these things, I literally put zero effort in. Threw it up on Eventbrite and got it out to the public. And guess what? Within a couple hours, I had seven women signed up for it. 
Now, you might be thinking, well, yeah, Tab, but it's a free workshop. It's a free master class. Do you know how many times I've offered a free class that nobody has showed up for? Many, many times. The feelings I have inside of me have shifted. I know my worth in a way that I've never before known my worth. And see, there's a difference. I've spent years healing from the Catholic guilt. Healing from the idea of coming across as arrogant or cocky. Being very careful of who I show my confidence to. Because let's face it. A female who exerts the same exact confidence of a man is labeled a bitch. Suddenly, the people I am attracting in my life are a level up. It's amazing. Even down to... The really hard conversations. Everything is falling together. And it's easy because when you're living in alignment, the universe makes it easy. When you are doing what you were put on this earth to do, when you are living your greater purpose, when you are going after and living the life that you want, the universe rewards you for that. She wants you to have every single thing that you want and more. We're the ones that stand in our own way. We're the ones who throw out bullshit and garbage to the universe and then get mad that she doesn't give it to us. Well, all she heard was like when we walk around and we're like, I have no money. I have no money. I have no money. All she's hearing is no money. Oh, no, I'm sorry. All she's hearing is money, money, money. They've got enough money. They've got enough money. They don't need more. No. The universe reacts to what we put out and it's what we put out energetically. It's not the words we say. It's not, it's none of that. See, the thing is, is one of the greatest keys, the one of the greatest gifts in life that you can learn is how to read energy. Because when you read energy, it is, Amazing what you can then learn to do with it. When you read energy, you know that someone's words, they don't match the energy. When you read energy,
you know who your people are. And when you've reached a certain point of healing, your people could never do life without them. Never. You could never do life without them. And when their time to leave you comes, they leave with such gratitude. You, They leave you with such gratitude. Let me say it like that. They leave you with such gratitude. Even when it ends badly. There are several people out there right now who I am the villain in their story. I will still forever and always be so grateful for the role that they played in my life. For the role that they played in my healing and in my journey and getting me to where I needed to go. Healing is the messiest thing you'll ever do in your life. It's also the most rewarding thing you will ever do in your life. Because once you heal, you will only surround yourself with other people who are on the same path. Fuck, everything changes at that point. So if you are in the middle of the muck, if you are in the middle of the shit, if you are in the middle of the healing, if you are in the middle of the healing and you're still on your way, like falling down, see you. I'm with you. I'm here for you. It fucking sucks. But you got this. You can do this. I have no doubts in my mind. And if you're not sure, you're like sitting there and you're like, hey, can I? Because I've, I've been there, saw that many times over, like, really? Oh, no. Get out your journal and make a list of the shit you've already overcome in your life. Make a list of the things that should have brought you down and not let you stand back up. And then set your sights on where you want to go. Don't fucking let anything stop you. On that same note, you're sitting there and you're like, I I got it. I've fallen, I've fallen, I've fallen. I've started my climb back up or maybe I'm still falling or wherever you are in the fucking journey. And you're like, but I've been stuck here for such a long time. That means there's a blockage. There's something that you are resisting. Spend 90 minutes with me on a coaching session, on an intuitive coaching session.
we will get to the bottom of that block. Because sometimes the hardest thing is figuring out what the fuck that block is. Because you can't fix it till you know where, you can't fix it till you know what it is. Where is your energy leaking out of? Let me help you find it. It's what I do, you guys. It's what I'm really fucking good at. I would love to help you. On that note, you guys, work on your healing. Talk to the universe. Figure out where you want to go. But above all of that, believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in you, no one else will. Okay? You are worth it.